0: you learn something new every day. I am Joan Boyko, coordinator of communications and community outreach for the Palm Springs Unified School District. We are proud to present a new podcast each week that focuses on the people, programs, projects, and activities here in the district. This show is produced by my dedicated team of student interns here in the Digital Arts Technology Academy, also known as DATA, at Cathedral City High School under the direction of Mr. Bryce Johnson. Our interns are Brianna Meza and Emily Martin. And today on the show, I am very pleased to welcome the new principal of Palm Springs High School, Michael Ventura. Welcome, Mike.
1: Well, uh, thank you, Joan, for having me. Appreciate it
0: thanks for being here so you have a long history with palm springs unified and the very cool thing is you have a long history at palm springs high school where you're now the uh ceo of palm springs high (laughs) so um tell us how long you've been with the district and in what capacities
1: well i've been here this is my 19th year at uh actually my 20th year with the district and then my 19th year at palm springs high school i started as the athletic trainer at dhs for one year and then uh made the move over to uh, opening, came up at Palm Springs High School, made the move over. And I've been here ever since. I did uh, athletic training for a few years. Then I uh, started with an ROP sports medicine course. And then that turned into an academy, the Palm Academy, Palm Springs Academy for Learning Medicine, which is still going strong today. And we're very proud of it. And then I got into admin about four years ago and did uh, the athletic director AP position and positioned open up. And I have a long history here and the strong ties with our students, teachers, community, and I thought it would be a great fit and it's working out great so far.
0: I think everybody seemed to agree with you that it was a good fit. It seemed like a a smooth transition and the fact that you've been at the school for so long and ha- and know, you know, how everything works and, uh, and the staff and the kids, uh, it seemed like, you know, Makes sense, right? You've right. Been, I can't believe you've been, uh, you were the assistant principal in AD for four years. It just, time goes by so quick.
1: It does, it does. Yeah, no, It's it's been great. Like, you know, starting with the students, you know, you see, we ha- I've had numerous families go through the, you know, the the classroom and you get to meet them and the parents and then the parents, you know, then they have uh, the students have cousins and, you know, relatives and then you stand up seeing them and you go through that. And then here at the school, I've gone through many different, um, staff changes, you know, from the custodial level to the classified and certificated. And we see those and we get to know them and I know people from other schools. And so, um, I really, I've really got to know the school and the system and then just the people in the community. People are business, local business owners that we've dealt with for fundraising that have supported the school for many years and and in that capacity as the athletic trainer and then as the AD and doing that kind of stuff. So um, there's a lot of people that I can just pick up the phone or call or I go places and you know, it's an easy recognition and people feel, I think, really comfortable to come and talk to me right away, you know, and our and some students, they don't know who I am yet. They may be young, but then as soon as they say their last name, then I'm like, are you related to so-and-so or so-and-so? And they're like, oh, yes, that's. And I'm like, okay, well, I've had them or I did this with them. And and then it just opens up a channel of, or easy communication. And, uh, and that's been great.
0: And where are you from, Mike? You from around I'm,
1: here? No, I'm not from the desert. I'm here. I've, uh, I'm from a town called Watsonville, California. It's in Santa Cruz County. It's a... Uh, about two hours south of San Francisco. So uh, I transplanted here. I went to Sac State for my undergrad, and then I went to UNLV for my master's. And then um, I came out here to the desert, thought I would be here for a few years and maybe move somewhere else, but then are closer back to home. But we love it here, my wife and I, and we started our family here. We got two kids here um, in the district. And so uh, they're loving it. We think it's a great place to raise our family. And we're looking at staying here You know, for, rest of our lives, you know, we, I just saw something on TV where people were talking about, oh, that's where they go to retire, you know, I'm like, I already live here, you know, so it's, uh, it's going great, um, and so, and we, you know, being in education, there's some time to get uh, away during the summertime or the winter break and go visit my family, and uh, we do that. We're still very close with our family and we get to do that, but we love being here, you know, in the desert.
0: It's, they, the advertisement for the chamber, I think, is you're two hours from everything. Right? Yeah. You're two hours from the beach, you're two hours from the snow, maybe a little less than two hours. So, um yeah, it's a, it's a cool place. And I'm sure you've, I, I've been here for 30 years, 30, gosh, 32 years now. And I'm sure even in you being here for 20 years, 19, 20 years, you've seen the change.
1: Oh.
0: We, we've gone from a retirement community to really a a year round, vibrant, active community. You don't see a big difference anymore between, you know, when the snowbirds leave and then when summer comes. It's just, it's where everybody's here and there's more and more things for young people to do all the time. So I always try to, I'm sure you do too, try to get the kids to, you know, come back. I mean, Yeah. yeah, go away to school if you want and, and come back and uh, bring your talents and your services to those of us who are gonna need you in a few years as we're getting older.
1: Yeah, that was <laughs> definitely one of the strong points of bid health academy the palm academy you know we need so many health professionals here in the desert and so it was you know we trained them up to go off to school then to come back and support you know the desert but also you know during that time I was trying to remind them of what a great place it was you know maybe sometimes you know because a lot of students or a lot of people think when you're young you know I can't wait to move away and go somewhere else and then the rest of the world and i'm like yeah you can and you could still do that you can go and be somewhere for a few years and then come back and live here and then if you invest in yourself properly then you'll still be able to travel and to do all that and you'll have the best of both worlds like you said you know we're two hours away from everything come back here to the desert to do well invest in yourself and then eventually you have a good-paying job and you still get to get out and see the world but overall this is an amazing place to live year-round and raise a family and do that and do that and so um, I was always a strong push for me and my students and you know working with them
0: and the the palm academy is uh, is so it's amazing everything that the the kids in that academy get to do and the talents and the skills that they get while they're in that academy and they're able to carry through to their either higher education or even some who, you know, college is not for them. They already have skills that they can bring with them and get a better job than most kids who don't bring yeah. or don't go on to college. So it's, um it's a great it one, one of our stellar academies, but you know, it, it's up there as one of the best, I think, yeah, them in action. And uh, so I, you should be proud, Mike. Yeah, you I are. Am. You should
1: be. I'm very proud of them. You know, and it's, it's great to see so many students that went out straight into the workforce and succeeded. And then some of them have even then eventually found that education was for them and have gone back to school and, and continued and they thank me for pushing them hard. You know, and then there's some that are still grinding away and trying to be, you know, be doctors. You know, they're, you know, still invested in school and in there for the long haul. And um, I'm super excited for those students as well that went straight off to four universities, but are still pursuing higher education, and and uh, I'm I'm very proud of them and that, and um, I appreciate you know the hard work that they've done. You know, it's kind of helped me you know move uh, up and across you know my positions as well.
0: So, as the new principal of Palm Springs High School, and and it is pretty new. I mean, we're recording a little in advance, but you took over shortly before winter break right so Mm -hmm. it's only been a couple of months um so what kind of reception have you gotten from students and staff in your new post
1: well yeah so i took over after the uh thanksgiving break so we had three weeks before the winter break and so it was a great three weeks to transition to kind of come in and to to be able to talk and you know, see, you know, let everybody know that I'm here and you know, open door. And um, it was a great three weeks, you know, to be honest. It was uh, very um, open arms from the students and the staff. You know, they uh, the students were happy, you know, to that they already knew me and they felt connected. You know, being the athletic director previously, you see a lot of students out at the events and going to uh, I was uh, the I would oversee the BAPA department as well, so I go to lots of plays and you know um, our all of our arts programs, and so. It made for a smooth transition. The students seem to be very happy, and the staff, you know, I got a great reception from them. They are extremely, you know, happy that I'm here. Palm Springs High School is definitely a legacy school where it has a lot of rich tradition, and I've been here, you know, like I said, 19 years. I know about that rich tradition, and they were excited to see that those things would stick around. And it was very um, humbling to um, see the support that I had from the staff and um you know the teachers the classified staff and it's been you know even through this trying time you know i felt really good about being in this seat because everybody is working their tails off to you know do the best that they can for the students and and for myself and i think that our staff generally wants to see me succeed because if i succeed then they succeed and we're all you know They're supporting each other and they know that I've been always supporting them and as the AP and even as a teacher, I was always one to advocate for our staff. And so I think they see it as one of their own, you know, help leading the the way. And, you know, for me, you know, I know I'm the leader of the ship and I'm I'm driving it and everything, but also it's, uh, you know, I much have a collaborative leadership style, and I definitely like working with my staff, gathering their opinions, and you know, working together with them to do the best we can for our students, our staff, and our community all the time.
0: Fantastic. I was gonna, I was gonna bring this up later, but since you mentioned it now, I'll, I'll ask you now. You mentioned that Palm Springs High School has a, a legacy, reputation, and I've always felt that Palm Springs High School is like the signature of the district not for any other reason than the name of it because we're Palm Springs Unified we're in the Palm Springs area there are still you know people who don't live here and who don't visit here who just know they know Palm Springs they don't know La Quinta you know when I t- I live in La Quinta and I tell people I live in Palm Springs because if you're not from around here, or you don't visit here, and you're seeing people in Mexico that they don't know where La Quinta Cathedral City, Palm Desert is. They know Palm Springs. So is that like, is that's a real thing, isn't it? And and does oh, that sure. create more pressure for you?
1: For sure. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't. I definitely don't feel. I don't feel pressure because. And to me now this is just palm Springs. it's my school it's my town is my city you know it's my community and so I don't feel added pressure at all I, I feel a lot of pressure just to do my best every day for these for our community but I think that's definitely a real thing I'm very proud to say that I'm the principal of palm strings high school because I see it the same way that um, and that's why you know when I was when I started here a long time ago I was here to say you know I was proud to say I work at palm strings high school because where I'm from, you know, Northern California, they don't know, the, they don't know what the Coachella Valley is. You could say the Coachella Valley, and they have no idea. So you Except, say, you know,
0: you know, know what, Mike? Now they do. Because, yeah, of, because the music festival. Exactly. Yeah, because of the music Co- festival. Co-
1: exactly. yeah, the music festival. <laughs> yes, definitely. But other than that, they wouldn't, you know, wouldn't know. And so, um, yeah. So you always say, you know, I work in pump you know, I. Would, work in Palm Springs you know and so that makes it really easy for people to know and then I would say oh I I live in Palm Springs they're like do you li-? some people that kind of know they would say do you actually live in the city of Palm Springs or do you live in the surrounding areas you know and then I had to let them know oh I live in Palm Springs you know they're, they're like wow you do you live in that resort community and you know and where the stars used to travel and, still do <laughs> and again." And I'm like yep yeah, that's where I live you know like And when I had the Palm Academy, we would take students and we'd go across the country to nashville or to florida to compete and they're like oh do?" You, and they would be talking to the students they're like you live in palm springs and they would be like do you know stars you know and then the, <laughs> the students would say no at first they would say no but then they're like let's play into it they're like oh yeah i seen snoop dogg the other day you know and here and they would play along with the kids from you know uh, uh, other states and because they they know the name everybody knows the name palm springs you know and so you know, the
0: celebrities are starting to come back and they're younger yes. Yeah. I mean, it, we're getting a, more of a younger vibe here. You know, the Kardashians are here all the time. And like you said, Snoop Dogg. And yeah, you never know who you're gonna. Yeah. Uh, I know, you, I haven't seen anybody. I used to see them when I, when I worked for the newspaper and covered the galas. And of course I'm talking about the old stars. Most yeah. of them are dead. I haven't seen any of these young people, but I read about it. Yeah, you know? see
1: um, the, the students tell me a lot about them on social media. They said, oh, Leonardo DiCaprio's over here, or, or the Jonas Brothers are shooting a video over here, or, you know, things like that. And I was like, oh, you know, interesting. Or they say, oh, did you know that so-and-so was staying at, you know, this hotel this weekend? And, uh, but it's good to hear from the students and keep up. And yeah, we do hear a lot of news well, and the it.
0: more The more of the young celebrities we get here, the more attractive it's gonna feel for the kids to at yes. least come back, if yes. not stay, at least come back. So Mike, uh, what are your, as uh, your first year as principal, what are your goals for Palm Springs High School for the remainder of this year and then moving forward?
1: Um, well, for the, the goal, main goal is to um work with my staff to see where our needs and our weaknesses and our strengths are. You know, being in an AP position, it was great. And I knew certain areas, certain departments, I was in, uh, focused on, but I wasn't, a, I wasn't in charge of the whole school. So now I need to broaden my horizon and get out there and work with our department chairs and our, our leads in different areas and departments. And so I've been uh, already scheduling meetings with them, talking to them about where their concerns are and that kind of stuff, and then to uh, make a plan for the summertime to make adjustments going into year one. And and there's, you know, things are going really well here at Palm Springs High School. It is a high school. We have our challenges every day and things need to be adjusted all the time, but there's not some big, you know, huge plan that needs to be adjusted. But uh, so it's mainly getting to know everybody, making sure we're getting on the right page, collaborating, and then start making some adjustments moving forward. and then going from there, there's, you know, lots of challenges, you know, in the future and, um, you know, from, you know, college of the desert is supposed to move across the street and what are we going to do there, you know, and that You know, all these things are can be some big things that we could uh, could be facing and challenging with. But there's also other timelines that we got to deal with. And so um, Right now, my main focus is to collaborate with my staff and make sure that we get on the same page and make, um, you know, keep the ship cruising in the right direction right now, which it already has been. And, um, and then make sure we, you know, continue to succeed and uh, improve every year. There's a great school. Like you said, it's a flagship school. I feel it's a flagship school of the district and we are um, doing good things, but there's always room for improvement. And I'm, uh, you know, come from an athletic background. I want to see scores and numbers and everything always improve. And, uh, even though we're doing good, um, uh, I know that we can always be doing better and I'll continue to push my staff or the students, the community to do the best that we can.
0: So talking about the athletics, you probably know, well, there's not a person who has not been affected by COVID and the restrictions that have been placed on all of our lives because of COVID. here we are recording in in about a month before this airs. So I'm hoping by the time this airs, we're gonna be on the downswing of the Omicron variant and whatever comes after it, because everybody's saying that there's gonna be more of this, but hopefully it won't be, You know, it's gonna be something we have to live with and it won't be something that cripples us every time there's a new variant. But being in the athletic realm, you felt it and you and your athletes have probably felt it more than any other, because how many games, Mike, have you had to cancel because either you had players on your team or players on the other team that have had
1: COVID? Um, since we came back from the winter break, it's every day a game has been canceled. You know, we don't we generally have a lot of stuff scheduled on Monday or Friday. Um, so Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, that at least there at least one game is being canceled at one of the levels, whether it's freshman, JV, or varsity, whether it be a soccer game or a basketball game or a wrestling you know event. And some days, uh, I think last Thursday, we shut everything down. No nobody was able to do something. We you know boys basketball. It was you know I don't. Just, you know, it may have been somebody from our team. Girls basketball might have been the other team, you know, and um, the soccer had already been canceled from earlier previously <laughs> the week, knowing, on, knowing that we were going to have um, not have enough players, you know, and we've had events where teams were on their way and, hey, turn the bus around. We found out some information and, you know, we've turned a bus around. Other schools turned buses around on us. And so it's been very difficult and challenging. And, uh, you know, I apologize to our community of not getting – information out to everybody about all this kind of stuff but it happens so fast like the we have to just notify the officials the um people that are actually running the games and doing that kind of stuff the bus drivers transportation you know to that this is going on and People have been amazing at this time of being so flexible to you know do stuff we haven't received a lot of complaints from people about oh, this game was canceled, nobody notified us we've been letting people know as soon as we can, but it's been a very trying time but people one thing I can tell you is that people in our community have been very flexible and understanding, and I really appreciate that and, my, and like even just right now at the school um, we have people, staff members that go down, and other people step up every single day to, you know, do it. And people are working, doing more than they their share of their job for sure. Yeah, and,
0: you uh, guys uh, at, at your school had a pretty high number of of staff who've been out either from having COVID or being exposed. And um, you know, knock on wood, our district has stepped up and done whatever we needed to do to keep school open because it's it is challenging yeah and, you know you can't you can't get subs and and it's every industry but when it comes to education it's so important you know it's yeah. like more important than the restaurant although i know that's someone's livelihood but we don't have to go out to eat we have to go to school and we have to educate our kids so thankfully our district has stepped up and you know you, you talk about the community being understanding and and patient and 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 they have been the the, the kids are the ones who yeah. you know suffering um,
1: yeah and that's what we've done we've done we've everybody stepped up to do their best to, to still create these opportunities for them and we do not shut anything down or say no to something you know Unless we absolutely have to, you know, and we're trying to do provide our students with as many opportunities as we can um, and, and do it safely. Right, and if that can't be done, then we won't do it. But if we can do it, we will definitely do it. Um, uh, provide those opportunities for our students safely.
0: So I would assume that, you know, the ADs in the in the league and which league are you guys in?
1: the desert empire league
0: yeah so i your league and the other league as well i mean you must be like meeting uh you know on a weekly basis to determine okay how do we salvage the season um and making sure everybody plays an equal number of games so that you can actually determine if somebody wants something right
1: (laughs) yeah definitely so when i was in that ad position um and we probably started back in like uh, maybe November when everything started picking up again, we started meeting weekly to start accommodating this. And so right now our AD and the rest of ADs meet weekly to try to you know, navigate this crazy world that we're living in and try to continue to keep as many games and many opportunities afloat for our students as possible.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's definitely rough, but um, it, you know, we've all kind of learned to pivot. As we need to, and um, you're certainly right up there with uh, with the pivoters. So I know, and I know it's it's been frustrating. I you know having to talk to parents, having to talk to the media, having to you know um, talk to the kids about you know how they're feeling and to talk them off the ledge and you know all that stuff. But you do what you got to do, right? That was my dad's favorite expression: do what you got to do.
1: Yes, so, definitely. And that, so I'm definitely yeah. proud of our staff for doing that.
0: Yeah, you have an amazing staff. I mean, Erin Graham, you know, yeah, one of many, but Erin Graham uh, was one of just uh, five teachers in the whole state who was yeah. awarded a Cost and Family Grant. She got fifteen thousand dollars to do whatever she wants with, and yeah. another five thousand for the school. And it's it, it, she's amazing.
1: Yeah, she's she is, and uh, it was exciting to be there that night. So she was awarded that, and um, she's you know also has some money to in that to share with her students or share with our students, and she's you know got great ideas, and I'm I'm super excited and proud of her for sure.
0: And that was the you know I was talking to the past director of the Carlston Foundation. He's since retired, but he was telling me that it's uh probably if not only rare but probably uh never happened before that two teachers at the same school got uh-huh. that award within you know a decade um uh uh lana lazarova is that her name yeah uh-huh. Lana lazarova got that award I don't know how many years ago, but it was within the past 10 years, I think, and, and that's just amazing when you consider how many teachers are in California. And the greatest thing I think about this award is not, it's the kids that, I mean, these teachers have to be nominated by previous students. And that really says a lot because, you know, usually kids that, yeah, they're touched by a teacher and then they move on and a lot of times the teachers aren't thought of again. And to be one of those teachers who touches their kids' lives so greatly that they're remembered and they, you know, step up to nominate them for this kind of award is is something.
1: Yeah, and it was great to see not only, um, you know, those students do that, but then students come back and be there for her, her award presentation, you know, and they would travel, you know, many miles to be there to support her. And that was, that's that gotta be very humbling. and a, and I'm super proud of her.
0: Very, very cool. And so, Mike, before we run out of time, what are your personal future goals within education? You want to be a superintendent?
1: <laughs> That's not my goal right now. Um, I've never really. I. Um, I'm always looking to advance myself. You know, there's not really there's not a goal of being this certain title or this certain title. It's always just to be a continuous lifelong learner. You know and so i i really enjoy learning it's something that um i don't know it's interests me once i started college i really uh, learned that that's a good habit to have you know and i I try to do i try to be a lifelong learner not only for our students but for my own kids at home you know show them what you how what benefits you get by continuing to learn and so even when we do stuff socially, we try to you know take in stuff that will you know enrich our lives and make us better people and so that's what my main goal is to just continue to learn and then um continue to be here for my school and my community and when the next opportunity arises um you know, that may challenge me uh, more than I am being challenged right now, and if that's the right time, then I'll I'll look forward to jumping into that position, uh, but right now, I'm super excited at being the principal of Palm Springs High School for many years, and uh, I definitely couldn't pass up the opportunity when it became available. Super glad to be here, and like I said, I'll just continue to learn and be ready for the next step when when it arises.
0: What do you hope your legacy will be when you retire from education in a hundred years because you know what i honestly you said you you've been in education for 19 years people can't see you i can you look too young i just like to say
1: uh, thank you thank you um i do um i don't i don't know i have a hard time thinking about my own self and the legacy type of factor and that kind of stuff really i just want to be remembered that uh you know, that, like my students that come back and see me, I saw a couple of students leaving the campus today. They came by, they're heading back out to school. Um, and, you know, just to be remembered as someone who cared about our students, you know, that always did their best for them, you know, and did the best for our community, that someone who cared and, you know, gave everything that I could to them. And the same thing for my family, you know, just be someone that, you know, cares, and loves people, does the best for them.
0: Uh, well, so there's no problem there because you've already done that. <laughs> So you don't have to worry about like um, aspiring to to leave that kind of legacy because you yeah. already have, and uh, so that's great. So anything else will be icing on the cake, and you know maybe you'll end up over here at the <laughs> district office, and some your your predecessor is now here as uh, as one of our director of certificated human resources yeah and we talked to we talked to him recently and um and his his co-conspirator mr Sauer. i'm talking about um brian hendra and you know we talked about the fact that that they're happy where they are and they miss the kids so you're in a good place because you yes. still get to be around the kids so yes definitely enjoy it mike and thank you for everything that you've done thank you for everything that you will do and i know you will be a great success at palm springs high school
1: i appreciate it john thank you so much for having me today
0: and thank you all for joining us we learn something new every day a new podcast is uploaded each week please subscribe by going to itunes look if you learn something new press subscribe Please tell all your friends to do the same. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks, Brianna and Emily. Thank you again, Mike, and we will see you next week.